Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Good morning, church. How are you all this morning? I hope you are well. When Becca asked me to speak on this subject, I was so excited. It's a topic I'm familiar with and I love to talk about. Sadly, I read her text wrong and it turns out I was supposed to be speaking about David in the desert place, not David in the dessert place. So I've torn up my notes on chocolate fudge cake, Knickerbocker glories and strawberry pavlova and I've had to start all over again, but hopefully we'll be okay. Today, I'm going to break every rule in the book and I'm going to start with the end of the story. We've all heard the story of David and Goliath. We know that David was the underdog and put himself forward to fight this huge Philistine who was reportedly nine foot six inches tall. He goes head to head and kills the giant with a stone to the forehead from his trusty slingshot. But let's rewind a bit. Goliath's proposal was simple. Israel should send one man out to fight him. The two warriors would fight on behalf of each army and the outcome of an entire war was to be decided by one fight between two men. The losing side would become slaves to the victors. The men of Israel, if they stood toe-to-toe with a giant, would stare into his belly button and not one single man of Israel would volunteer to wrestle with Goliath. Then along comes David. David is literally a boy, about 14 years old, who's been working as a shepherd, tending sheep. His father sent him to the war front with some food for his older soldier brothers and to bring a report back on how things were going. He shouldn't have even been there. Goliath had been coming out every single day with his challenge, and so far he'd had zero takers. Soon after David arrives, Goliath comes down into the valley again, making his challenge and dissing Israel for being a bunch of cowards. When David hears the boasting of the Philistine, he begins talking to the soldiers of Israel. He tells them how God is on their side and defeating this man is only a matter of faith. David's speech doesn't motivate anyone quite enough to grab their sword and run down to the valley, but it does inspire some of them to take David to King Saul. David explains to King Saul that by the grace of God, he'd killed a lion and a bear that were attempting to take one of his sheep. If God can deliver a lion and a bear into David's hands while he is protecting his flock, surely God would deliver Goliath to protect all of Israel, right? 1 Samuel 17 verse 34 to 36 says, But David said to Saul, Your servant was tending his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and took a sheep from the flock, I went out after it and attacked it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I grabbed it by its mane, struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both a lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them since he has defied the armies of the living God. We've all probably heard the David and Goliath story used as an analogy that we can conquer giants in our lives by faith and with God's help. And that is absolutely true. 
However, have you ever thought about the lion and the bear? You see, David worked in the desert place every single day on his own. His job was a lonely one, simply to protect his father's sheep. And that's what he did day in and day out. It's well documented that he really cared for his sheep. He absolutely loved them. He was also a talented musician and songwriter. And years later, David wrote probably the most famous of all the Psalms, Psalm 23. It's likely that David wrote this during his kingship years later, but it's clear that it's written out of his experience as a shepherd looking after his sheep. He'd had years of experience being the shepherd looking after his flock's every need. And then he sees a parallel with God being the shepherd and him being the sheep. This is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You see, David walked with God every day in the mundane. Although he was just a boy, he completely trusted God in the little things. He would tend his flock and as his sheep would trust David to protect them, so David would trust God to protect him. And he saw God come through for him time and time again as he battled lions and bears. God protected him. So when he was faced with a nine foot six giant, he applied the same logic. If God protected him from a lion and a bear to save just one sheep from certain death, how much more would God protect him and more give him victory over Goliath for the sake of the whole of Israel? What he learned in private in his desert place, he took into the public place and God didn't let him down. Luke 16, 10 says, whoever can be trusted with the very little can also be trusted with much. We've heard a lot recently during the Olympics about athletes who dedicate their lives to training. Day and night they run and swim and cycle and jump when no one is looking so that they're ready for their big moment the biggest test of their lives. They train in rain, wind, cold and in the dark to hone their skills and build their muscles uh, that they need for the task ahead of them. They train in the desert place where no one is watching, where no one is cheering them on. They don't just get off a plane in Tokyo, have a quick stretch and then run the fastest 100 metre sprint in the world. They're prepared for such a time as this. God spoke to me a couple of weeks ago before I knew I was going to be speaking on this about getting ready. I had a sense that maybe some of us have been waiting for that big moment of when we all come back together as a church once again, just like we used to. There was an excitement, a feeling that church was about to start again for real. The days of only being able to watch online church were coming to an end. But I felt God challenge me that we must be prepared. We are all a part of the body of Christ. We all make up the church. 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the body being made up of many parts. The church is no different. Every one of you is important and we all need each other. 
You may not be a musician or a pastor, but we can all be used by God. Let's not come to church to spectate. Let's be the church. Let's get ready. Let's sharpen our prophetic gifts. Let's pray more. Let's listen to that still small voice and call the person that God has whispered in our ear to see if they're okay. So that when we're back together, we're praying for each other. We're caring for each other. We're protecting one another, just as David did with his sheep that he loved. Because of David's faith in God, which grew daily because of his experiences protecting the sheep, he was able to slay the giant when he came along. And we will all face our Goliaths in our lives. We all face our bears and lions too. Problems not as life-changing as our Goliaths, but problems that need dealing with almost on a daily basis. The car breaking down, a small illness, work problems, gossip, stuff that we struggle with like pride, selfishness, greed, anger, jealousy and so on. If we don't defeat the bears and the lions, how can we possibly beat Goliath? What we learn in the desert place will give us the confidence to step into bigger challenges in public. When we include God in the mundane, when we turn to him first before trying to resolve issues ourselves, we will grow these muscles and train ourselves to trust God when the big stuff comes our way.